Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Cosmic Pirate Podcast. This is Drew. Cindy is to my left in the studio. I got Roger on the line from Florida. Hey guys, how you doing tonight? Uh, good. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, Roger, are you okay? You out there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on with your voice. Great. Uh, well, uh, I had a swig of my caffeine energy drink before starting the show tonight, so I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling, you know, psyched. I'm all good to go. Okay. I think I need some of that. Oh, you want to take a swig? Yes, please. Okay, here. It's right that one. Right that, right that one? What the hell is that? Uh, I picked up the... What is it? It's not Monster. What is that? The other stuff. Red Bull? No, no, I don't like the Red Bull. Uh, did you take a swig? Yeah? That's good. Oh, it's good. Oh, it makes a big difference, doesn't it? Hey, Roger, you want to try some? Sure, pass me some. Oh, I feel really good. All right, Roger, there you go. Ah, much better, Ralph. Nice. Now we're all amped up. We're all ready to go and do a very cool podcast on extreme caffeine. Woo! Okay. So, what do you got? Nobody's talking. You guys say something, will you? Christ. Thanks for saying. What do you want me to say? (laughs) You're talking like a cartoon character. What do you expect from me? You can hear me? No, I can hear your voice. It's really weird. Your normal voice. Oh. Well, what is you it? Is it better on now? a cartoon accent and your pitch is up high? Oh, well, yeah, because it sounds... When you hear it in the final podcast, you'll get it. Okay. Yeah, it sounds... It's, it's just a little odd, that's all. Okay. You'll understand on. why. I was working. Has anybody else noticed? First, let's get to some wacky news. We have the extreme caffeine general theme here uh, that, that we were going to work on. Uh, did you bring some wacky news with you, Raj? I've got some. Okay, you got some. Cindy, did you? You don't have any wackies. You're just no wacky news. You just mostly have the extreme caffeine caffeine stuff. angle. Have have has anyone noticed that we only get wacky news from Metro.co.uk? Why don't I've we have noticed any, that you do? You don't get any of yours from that website. That's the only place I find wacky news. I I look everywhere, and I don't get any wacky news from the U.S. Maybe because our crackpot news teams present stories that are are that aren't wacky enough or wacky enough already. Oh, well, I didn't say that all my news is from the U.S. I'm just saying I don't use that yeah. website. Well, you happen to find some Florida ones here and there, you know? Uh, yeah. So There's always something odd going on around here. <laughs> um, I have one that kind of harkens back to our, uh, our cave-dwelling days when we were doing the spelunking episode and you talked about the girl getting her ass stuck to the toilet seat. Mm-hmm. A little boy got his head stuck to us in the toilet seat. Did you hear that one? Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Firefighters had to cut the toddler loose after loose. Of course, Metro.co.uk has L-O-O dash S-E because he was in the loo. Uh-huh. Firefighters Aww. had to cut a toddler loose after his head got stuck in a toilet seat. 18 month old. Oh, <laughs> Poor no. kid. Man. He's going to have nightmares about that for years now. <laughs> he got into difficulties after he decided to use the seat as a hat. But it slipped down over his ears. Aww. So I guess it wasn't really attached to the bowl. Well, that's good. <laughs> was he Poor trying kid to could have drowned or something. Uh, Mom, I don't understand. understand. I was just, just trying, trying to get a drink. drink. Uh, firefighter Steve Seary, whose team used specialist cutting equipment to free the youngster, said, quote, he had been wearing the training toilet seat as a hat, and his mom turned her back, and then he slipped it down over his ears, and it was stuck, but it wasn't tight or causing him any difficulties. 
The boy was really brave and sat still so he could work. He seemed just fine afterwards, and we were happy to see him free of his toilet seat. <laughs> Is there a picture? <laughs> no, there wasn't a picture of that one. But there was a picture of the next one I got. I have to post a, uh, a link. It was a red squirrel, the Saturday Nut Fever. Did you see that picture? Oh, no. I did not. Saturday Nut Fever. It's like the way this <laughs> this red squirrel is posed. I don't know what the hell he was doing, but they captured this photo, captures this red squirrel. The John Travolta stance. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. His yeah. paws up in the air, his other one's down. He's like <laughs> nice. looking. It's like, how the hell does a squirrel get into that position? I don't know what the hell he was doing. He's been hanging <laughs> but, out with uh, the wrong squirrels. Yeah. <laughs> But of course, with Metro.co.uk, there's never a... Uh, He's not wearing a bad polyester suit, is he? No. There's oh, never good. a shortage of good puns with the with Metro.co.uk. So we have Meet the Red Squirrel, whose hero is clearly Saturday Night Fever's John Travolta, as he shows off the film star's famous pose. He was snapped by wildlife photographer Merrick Paluk, I guess, who captured the fuzzy squirrel near Opal, Poland, demonstrating just what a mover and shaker he is. The photo caption read... This squirrel could be reaching for his nuts, but we think he's showing off. <laughs> okay. Get it reaching. He was like reaching yeah, in the air. I get yeah. It. Uh-huh. So. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. On to Roger's wackies. What do you got, Roger, for us? Uh, I'm looking at Sa- Saturday Nut Fever right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you see that picture? How did they catch that shot? Jeez. I don't know, but it's great. <laughs> Priceless. <laughs> Okay. Well, while we're on the subject of animals. Oh, wait a minute. There's. Go ahead. What kind of beer are you drinking right now? Number nine. Ah, number nine. <laughs> I number just nine. pulled number it nine. up. Uh, oh, that's, that's a great, great picture, ain't isn't it? Isn't that awesome? <laughs> yeah. He's ready to go, that squirrel. Uh-huh. Yeehaw. <laughs> All right, so go ahead, Roger. I'm sorry. Oh, so uh, did you hear about the. Uh, Canadian pot growers that used bears to uh, protect their crop. <laughs> Good idea. Oh boy! Well, apparently there was uh, some guys up in Canada growing some uh, marijuana in the Vancouver area. No. And uh, to help protect the crop, you know, from anybody coming in and stealing it and whatnot, they had bears on property, and they were mm-hmm. feeding the bears dog food to keep them there. And uh, you know, the police found out about the. Uh, the pot being grown there so they right. come and they're going to seize the stuff and they see the bears oh, you know naturally they're worried you know hey the bears they could be aggressive so well you know let's be careful it turns out no they're very docile because they were pretty content to just hang out and be fed because they were not eating. have to go roaming for their food <laughs> oh, I know where this is going <laughs> no I thought I did I think they were just happy because they were being fed and they weren't aggressive right yeah the police are in there. They're taking all the pot plants, you know, seizing the uh, the marijuana. And okay. the bears are just hanging out watching them. It's like, yeah, <laughs> this is cool. For a second, when you said that the bears were all docile, I thought, oh, crap, they started eating the plants and they just all got high or something. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> no, they did. like that. No, they were only eating dog food. But I just thought that was kind of oh, that's funny. classic. Don't feed the bears. Don't feed the bears, exactly. You watch out for those bears. They can be dangerous. Especially if you that. stop feeding them. Yeah. So that's all I have on that one. No other ones? Uh, well, I got a few more. If you want me to keep going. Sure. Okay. Uh, let's see. There's a, a train for women only that is in Jakarta. Apparently, there was a problem with uh, 
women being groped on the train, so they started a train, women only, no men allowed on it, so there's no more groping. <laughs> they don't allow men on the train, so they won't grope the women? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it must have been a bad enough problem that they had to think of a solution, and the solution was women only on the train. Oh, jeez. That's stupid. <laughs> So now, what what train did the men ride? The men train? Um, I guess any other train but that one. And if there's girls who didn't mind the fondling, could they go on the men train? Um, I wouldn't if I was them. I mean, if you figure there's a women's only train, and if they go on the uh, other train, there's going to be very few women. They're going to be the only ones being groped. Oh, Roger, if you were only here. Right, they're no the only thanks. ones. No, but that's what I said. Maybe they don't mind being groped. They kind of like that. Yeah, but I mean, if there's no other women on the train, it's the groping would be excessive. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have another swig of my caffeine drink, and then I'm gonna read a bottle cap. He's thirsty. Why you have a caffeinated beer? Ooh, yeah. Uh, uh, no, no, I don't have a cap. Oh, maybe I had it filled. What's that, that one from Michelob? They need to make like a surge or something, right? Something stupid like that. I hate those energy beers. Does that make any sense to anybody? I don't understand how anybody could want to drink that thing. Um, it depends on how it tastes. I mean, if it tastes like a regular beer, I don't see why not. Yeah, but the effect of a beer is like, hey, it kind of mellow, you chill, you enjoy, you know. And with the energy drink... Well, some people, it makes them sleepy. Well, yeah, but then you have two conflicting chemicals in your body. Isn't that like... I don't think that's healthy. And, and I think, think there, there actually has been some scientific study showing that that it is actually not that healthy. Healthy with a th. Healthy. The f. But I'm gonna read my. I'm gonna read a magic cat bottle cap. Tonight I'm drinking the uh, odd notion. Have you heard that one, Rod? Odd notion. It's actually a. It's actually brewed with uh, uh, ginger, not ginseng. It's like they have in some energy drinks. But it's a. Uh, it's a. You know what's cool about it, Rod? Oh, oh, boy, I'm sorry. We're down a bit from that. Uh, you know what's cool? No, what's is, cool? Uh, before I get into my bottle cap, I'm going to read the... I'm going to... I'm still enjoying the Saturday nut fever. Talking... Oh, yeah, that's a great shot. <laughs> well, maybe the squirrel can pay a visit later and do a little song for us. Odd notion. Magic Cat lets the brewers just, like, brew something off the top of their head sometimes. They'll come up with an idea, they'll brew it, and and... They call it the Odd Notion series. There's not a specific style. It's just Odd Notion. Every seasonally, I think, it could be whatever the brewers brew, but it's still going to be called Odd Notion. Um, so Odd Notion it won't be the same as it is this year, next year. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, uh, oh, boy, I'm feeling a little bit uh, tired now. Let me just take another swig of that drink. Okay. okay uh, uh, so let me read my bottle cap. I'm feeling so spry right now. I'm just so alive. Oh, man. Oof, I got to cut that. Oof, I feel like I'm running out of that eight-ounce drink. I'm going to be done with that soon. Oh, man. Okay. The bottle cap from my odd notion, Magic Cat Beer, reads, Does the name Pavlov ring a bell? Does the name Pavlov ring a bell? Roger. That's what the cap says? The cap says, does the name Pavlov ring a bell? Do you know why that is funny? No. I laughed my butt off before. Of course I know why that's funny. Do you know why it's funny? Of course I do. All right, why is it funny? 
Well, that's the classic experiment with Pavlov's dogs. Right. You ring a bell, bring them food. Then you ring a bell, you don't bring them food. And exactly. They sal- that's hysterical. Sal- 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. Hey, I was trying to reach my nuts and this photographer took a crazy picture of me in some wacky pose. And then everybody's calling me like a Saturday Night Fever nut squirrel. I don't know what the hell's going on. What the hell was that? We just had a visit from a little squirrel friend. I just saw a red streak run through the room. And but who the hell's microphone? It wasn't my, he must have grabbed one of the microphones on the drums or something. Anyway. We missed it. Um, all right. I have a wacky news piece that <laughs> I cracked up over. And it, the, the, the headline reads, Driver rammed car over melting ice creams. <laughs> Okay. A, a motorist rammed another car and threatened to run over the driver's mother. Oh, no. <laughs> because her ice creams were melting. Jacqueline Griffiths was driving down a single track a single track road. I guess that means a single lane. That's what it sounds like to me. When she came across Karen Gorman Hawkins traveling in the opposite direction, the 46-year-old refused to move and rammed Mrs. Gorman Hawkins' car. She then threatened to run over Miss Gorman Hawkins' mother, who arrived at the scene of the incident. Now, under police interview, Griffith said she had ice cream getting warm in her car and needed to get home because it was t- tea time. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Griffiths of, of uh, Newtown, Mid Wales, admitted dangerous driving and failed failing to stop at the scene of an accident. She was banned from driving for 12 months, given an 18-month community order, and must pay 85-pound cost. By the way, they've released a fish and chips ice cream flavor in the UK. Did you know that, guys? Ew. That sounds nasty. Yeah. I love ice cream, but I'll tell you. And you love fish and chips. And I love fish and chips. But not together. But I would not want a fish and chips ice cream, I don't think. You know what? I might try. Maybe I would try that. No, because I don't Ew. like my fish and chips cold. That's got to be gross. Cold fish, flish, cold fish flavor? No. Yikes. Rod, you got any wackies left? Any more? Yeah, I got a couple. All right. We have the uh, police bust Paris booby trap gang. He said booby. <laughs> oh, it gets better. Sorry. Booby. French police have arrested two teenage girls. They say stole hundreds of euros from unsuspecting cash machine customers after distracting them by flashing their breasts. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the 14-year-old girls were taken to Paris prosecutor's 14? office to face charges oh, while nice a 12-year-old accomplice oh. was placed in a home. Uh, they uh, Apparently, the first time they tried this, they were trying to steal money from a guy at a ATM and they tried, you know, sticking a newspaper under his nose to distract him and it didn't work. So one of the girls decided, you know, she just ripped open her shirt and grabbed the guy by the crotch and naturally he was very distracted by that and the other girl grabbed the money and ran. Naturally. And since it worked, they decided they would try again. And this time they brought a 12 year old with them. Oh boy. Yeah, that's just wrong. <laughs> they, why they can't it, why can't it caught, be like, though. why can't it be like 23, 24 year old women? doing that kind of thing you know well the idea is i think they're a little smarter than that ah you might be right and in fact i probably hey, think, I it think worked right. though right well yeah i guess it depends on the definition of smart yeah it worked on that unsuspecting boob no pun intended on the male you mean 
Bear saved yeah. after 10 days with jar stuck on head. Did you hear about that one? <laughs> no. Actually, this one was in Florida, Raj. I feel bad for this bear because they had a know? picture of the poor guy. with. They had a picture of the poor bear with the, this jar stuck on his head. It may seem like a comical picture to many, but the bear was just days away from dying of starvation when he was rescued, as he hadn't been able to eat or drink for more than a week. The plight of the cub, which lives in the sprawling Ocala National Forest. How far is that from you, Roger? Ocala. Not, not that far. Yeah? Uh, apparently, the incident was brought to the attention of the wildlife authorities at Ocala National Park after he was seen by residents wandering around with the container on his head. So, poor bear. So what was the jar, and how did he? Well, I mean, it must have had some, res- some sort of res- residue or something in there. That he and was he stuck sniffing. his head in it, and it got stuck. Well, because maybe there was a morsel in there at the bottom of the jar, and he so just his like, whole head was inside he was a, the he jar. He was a cub. He obviously hadn't learned enough to. Obviously, obviously, wasn't wise enough, so he jammed his head into the so jar. His whole head was in a jar for a week. Dusty actually tried to do that with, remember? remember oh, I'm the not ju- surprised, yeah. Do you remember the cup yeah. I would put on the kitchen floor and I'd put some treats in it? And he'd stick his whole he'd freaking try, head in he there. Would, if, when he first, before he learned to tip the cup over and scoop the treats out, he would stick his head like into it. And he would stand up and it would be stuck No, his- no, that never happened. <laughs> that actually would be, I probably should just leave that for a podcast, but no, he, he never got it stuck on, but he would try to put his head into the cup. And then he would realize, oh, if I do that, I'll get stuck. Well, apparently this beer hadn't reached that maturity level where he was going to say, oh, I might get stuck. Then he just went for it. it, it, Kind of like the kid with the head through the banister thing, right? Head through the banister or through the toilet lid, right? Like Dusty does every day. He sticks his head through the banister. (laughs) Except the kid putting his head through the toilet lid wasn't going for any morsel, I bet. (laughs) I hope he was. Oh, no. Oh, and by the way, based uh, as a, as an aside to this bear story in the UK, did you know a third of UK adults still take a teddy bear to bed? Oh, that is a no. fact. That's wrong. It's thought... Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I'm not done with the bear story. It's thought that he poked his head into it while rummaging uh, through rubbish for food. Okay. The, the cub, dubbed Jarhead... Proved enormously elusive with the tracking team taking 10 days to find him. So, uh, they eventually how, caught up with him. How the, can you not find a bear that's got a jar on its head? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's got to be like walking into stuff. Can't see too well through the jar, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, Mike, actually, Mike Orlando, uh, he's not from Orlando, Florida, though. Uh, a biologist with the Florida Fish and, Game, Fish, Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission said... How good of a name is that, though, for living in Florida, Mike Orlando? Uh, what, did Tony Orlando live in Florida? No? I don't I know. Doubt it. And Dawn? Maybe, well, they do call it the Sunshine State, so you got Tony Orlando and Dawn in Florida. Okay. Station. Moving on. Stretching again. Mike Orlando, a biologist with the, Flor- with the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission, said, although the story appears to have a happy ending, it truly illustrates one of the worst things that can happen when wildlife gets into garbage. I... I Second that remark. I hear, hear that. Hear, hear. But yes, a third of adults take their teddy to bed. Wrong. <laughs> 6,000 people were surveyed by a hotel chain, many of whom said that taking a teddy bear to bed was, many said, uh, taking a teddy bear to bed was comforting and calming. 
and we're not just turning to soft toys for a good night's sleep at home. 25% of men admitted they take a teddy away with them on business trips because their cuddly chums remind them of home. I'm kind of blown away by that, yeah. The poll also revealed that despite the fact we live in an age of iPods and smartphones, more than half of Britain still have a teddy bear from childhood, with the average age of the bear being 27 years. So they're Those bringing it bears. from their childhood. Teddy bears are older than their children. Yeah. And they wonder why they're sick. They're hugging this sponge of nasty mold and mm, God of course. knows what else. They bring, well, you see, they're not microbiologists. According to a psychologist, they bring the psychologist in. They're this breathing now. that shit in the whole night. While oh, yeah, no wonder. Okay. According to the psychologist, seeking comfort from our cuddly pals is human nature. Cuddling a teddy bear is an important part of our natural psyche. It evokes a sense of peace, security, and comfort. I think you need to grow up, put bear away. I mean, I don't know. You know what? I I sleep with my cat. Christina c- snuggles with me when I sleep. But she's not a teddy bear. She takes up 28.6% of the bed. Yeah, pretty much. It's amazing how a cat that weighs seven... It's amazing how a... I know. It's amazing how a seven-pound cat can take up a third I of the bed. I figured that out because I know how much space I have on the other side. <laughs> so uh, anyway, before we get on to Roger's other wackies and then finally on to our extreme caffeine... We have topic. we have just a few, uh, just a little trivia, teddy bear facts for our audience out there. Uh, the world's first teddy bear museum opened in Petersfield, Hampshire, in 1984. That's in the UK. I don't know if that's a, if that beats out the first teddy bear museum in the United States. We got to research that for next podcast. Right See, I down. thought teddy bears originated in the United States. Did they? Where's my notepad? Teddy Roosevelt was in office at the time. That's how teddy bears got their name. Really? Yeah. Okay. We got to do a teddy bear theme next podcast. Um, I think we covered most of it already. Just now? Yeah. What's left? Well, we could find the origin of the teddy bear, the oldest teddy bear in existence, the first whether the UK or the United States has a first teddy bear museum. Hmm. No, you don't think so? Maybe as an aside. I'll have to think about that one. We'll, we'll come up with some more teddy bear facts for next podcast for any interested listeners. Uh, one of the yeah. most popular bears of all time, Winnie the Pooh, was created by British author A.A. A. Milne in 1926. So there's your teddy bear trivia. I love Winnie the Pooh. I'm officially done with my wacky news and my trivia. And Roger can continue with some of his wacky news. Well, Winnie I've the, only got one left. Winnie the Pooh was, was a good character. And... Uh, I love Tigger. Kenny Loggins did a song with Eeyore. Did a song about Pooh Corner, right? Remember that song? Nope. It was Loggins and Messina. Loggins and Messina. That's right. Sitting in, right, Raj? House That's on Pooh Corner. House on Pooh Corner. It was. I think it was the name of the album was Sitting In. Oh, I don't know what the name of the album was. Yep. Don't remember. House that on song. Pooh Corner. Who's the? I just remember, you know, nice song. The best of. All right, Raj. What you got? Anyway, there was a driver fined a hundred dollars in Virginia for having a goat in the trunk. Is that illegal? Uh, I imagine go. it is illegal. Was it the back of a truck you said? Was he rope tied no, to it? Trunk. In a trunk. Oh, a trunk. Okay, well, that's, that's not good. Yeah, but what's no. the crime there? He was trying to keep the goat from getting to the Ragu Festival. The Ragu uh, Festival? Ah, uh, pass me around in the bosh pit. The crime is animal cruelty. Ah. Okay, I could see that. 
It so was, was a live goat. And so was hitting it in with a uh, hickory stick. Okay, really, let's move on. Really lacing into me with that thing. So that was it? Just the guy got arrested? Uh, Well, there was more to it, but we kind of got off track with the Ragu Festival and Talking Goats, so let's just move on. No, go ahead, Raj. Well, there's not much to it. person got pulled over, and they found a goat in the trunk. Find them $100, and the goat is now living at a farm in uh, Bedford County. Okay, so only $100. Do you think they should have been fined more for that? Um, I think so. Yeah. Let's move on to the... Uh, oh, wait a minute. i got to get a sip of my drink here. Uh, let's move on to the extreme caffeine, if we could. Uh, talk a little bit about that. Cindy, what did you bring to the show tonight uh, based on the extreme caffeine theme? Yeah. Just don't wear off. I looked up a few things, but I really tried to um, condense it to what we all know is probably true with these caffeine drinks. Is that they have a lot of crap in them, and they claim that there's a lot of nutritious or good-for-you stuff in them. Things that maybe you've never heard of before and are certainly not FDA-approved. But vitamins, minerals, etc., etc. Lots of caffeine and... One thing they don't point out is that there's lots and lots of sugar in most of these. So um, really what it boils down to is they're full of sugar. They're full of some vitamins and minerals and lots of caffeine. So they're nothing more than just a really, really, really strong cup of coffee with lots of sugar. And any of the vitamins, minerals, or health claims that they're trying to make are offset by all the sugar. So there's nothing really good for you in there. Unless you just want a jolt with some sugar. So basically what you're telling me is that uh, if I'm feeling a little low, a little down, what I might want to do is take some uh, a caffeine drink and perk me up a little bit. But uh, the rest of the stuff in there is really going to make much of a difference at all. Exactly. Okay. Personally, when I need a jolt during work and I can't find a cup of joe... I'll pull out my emergency sugar-free Red Bull from my drawer. Sugar-free now. Why is that? Well, I don't need the sugar. You sound like you I guess now. you weren't listening a minute ago when she was saying it's loaded with sugar. <laughs> well, not the one she drinks. Right. I, I drink the sugar-free Red Bull. <laughs> Why do you question it? I wanted to hear her talk again because I put an effect on her voice. <laughs> He's just playing with the sound now. Uh, playing a little bit with the sound effects on the mixing board over here. And, uh, what well, I, was... I kind of figured you were because your voice keeps changing to go along with it. Well, yeah, of course, because you have to kind of play to it. Uh, but what I was wondering was uh, <laughs> if I'm feeling a little down, I would just have a caffeine drink. And then I'd be feeling a lot better. Anyway, let's stop. I'm going to stop with funny voices. That's enough of that. Uh, but now, you said there's really no value in the ginseng or that other. They're not putting enough in the drink to really do anything. So people are getting this label. Oh, it's got ginseng. It's got what else did he put in there? I don't even know. But the all po- sorts of stuff. The, the point is, they are they are putting they are actually putting vitamins, minerals, things that they supplement all kinds of foods with, like. Um, especially breakfast cereals, you know, how the, those level? are overly fortified with vitamins and minerals, which is a good thing because people that don't eat a balanced diet, I mean, that can be a supplement, basically a vitamin that's incorporated into their morning cereal. 
so this I guess could kind of be something like that but the point is is that there's so much sugar thrown in there with the caffeine that you know yeah you're getting some vitamins but you're getting so much other stuff that's really not good for you that if, if not good for you well lots in of sugar fact, okay the sugar right well lots of sugar I mean like any any carbonated sugar soda drinking lots of it is not going to be a good thing for you right yeah, I've noticed some of them are like ridiculously sweet. It's almost like drinking a syrup. That's why when I drink the Red Bull, I like the sugar-free because I do like a little jolt now and again, but I really don't want all the sugar. I love sugar, asked you. I'm a sugar freak, but I pick and choose when I have the sugar. And, you know, if I just need a caffeine boost, I don't need the sugar too. Yeah. I honestly you know, am not... The, uh, the sugar-free ones, do they use a sugar substitute to still make it sweet? Um, good question. I don't think so because they don't <laughs> taste that way to me, and I'm very much against the artificial sweeteners, and they don't taste good to me at all. So well, let's I, say it I on avoid, there. I avoid it's those things. The, it's either going to say it's got nutrients, it's going to say I know, and phenyl ketonurics or whatever that's, that thing is where it could make you have a... Phenylalanine. right. Yeah. Could, 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 there are people who have reactions to that stuff that's what i have to put now yeah. if you've got to put a freaking warning on your on your product because someone could have yeah. an adverse medical effect don't you know it just comes down to the bottom line and hey i still want to make money but let me warn people who might be thrown ill by it and yeah. put it in, in fine print on the bottle or, or, or you know i just think that's disgusting i think that's in very poor taste marketing a product that you know can harm some people so oh we'll just put it on the side of the container if they don't look oh we covered our ass yeah Talking about making that's people sick it's about man covering your as ass. long as you cover your bottom line and cover your ass who cares if the public gets sick right that's, that's nonsense that's, I'm, but the, these artificial sad. sweeteners are approved by the fda and the government yeah yeah well, I, I just i don't like them for lots of reasons I mean, I actually, I don't know if the sugar-free Red Bull has it in there. I'm assuming it does, but quite honestly, I don't drink that stuff almost never. I mean, once once in a while. I mean, like literally less than a few a year. It's very rare that I will have one of those. Actually, I had one today. It's the first time I've had one in like six or eight months because it was in my drawer and it was an emergency. I couldn't get out for a coffee and it looked good. I only have a couple, like once in a while. So, um, and, and it didn't taste like it had the artificial sweeteners. So, I hate sugar-free soda. I hate sugar-free yeah. anything. I never I, use I, those. I don't. Uh, that stuff is not uh, really good for you. It either. doesn't I mean, taste it, good. It doesn't taste real. It tastes. It tastes funny to well, me. Well, the only benefit I see to like diet drinks and whatnot is people with like diabetes have to watch their blood sugar. Right. Uh, okay. Yes. Exactly. Good point. Yep. Good point. They can no, still. My, my dad drinks them. Okay. Yes. Because he's got to watch his blood sugar, so he'll drink a, a diet soda. But I mean, to drink it thinking uh, you're saving calories, I think is nonsense. Yeah. I, I like the diet drinks. Yeah. Do you really? Because it may, well, yeah, it makes me feel better if I'm drinking a you know 32 ounce diet coke with my bag of donuts. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So anyway, that that was a short bit on the extreme caffeine. I have another one. Oh, we got another one. Okay, have at it then. Yeah, this was a dangerous topic for me because Drew, as you know, I have a caffeine. I don't want to say problem, but 
I enjoy my caffeine and I more than enjoy my caffeine in the morning. I need it. I'm Well, I'm the same way. I gotta have a jolt in the morning. I, I, I am Well Cindy's got me onto it now too again. I, I am not a morning person and thank goodness <clears throat> thank goodness I have a job where I don't have to be there at seven AM. I can actually stumble in at nine AM and stay till six. Right. And nine AM. My day's half over. <laughs> I'm on a totally different schedule. But, yes, I do not like mornings because our normal schedule around here is that, you know, the party just gets started about 7 and goes until 11 or midnight some nights. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, yeah, it's better if I can sleep till 7 and get to work by 9. But, nevertheless, I... Hey, that's a Rush song. What's that? Well, I get up at 7 a.m. and I'm going to work at 9 I'm got a time for living, yeah. I'm working out of time. Working man, right, Raj? Uh-huh. Good song. <laughs> okay. So uh what were you talking about there, Cindy? I'm sorry. No, this um no, the podcast made me stumble upon a product that now I feel like I'm going to have to buy that um has to do with Waking up and caffeine in the morning. Okay. I'm going to read. Not caffeine soap, is it? Yes. Caffeine soap? What the (laughs) hell is that going to do? What's it going to do? Get into your bloodstream through your pores? Hold on. Yeah. Let me read it. Tired of waking up and having to wait for your morning java to brew? Are you one of those groggy early morning types that just needs the extra kick? Know any programmers who don't regularly bathe (gasps) and need some special motivation? Introducing Shower Shock. The original... And world's first caffeinated soap from Think Geek. Oh, geez. Shower Shock is an all-vegetable-based glycerin soap, which does not contain any harsh ingredients like ethanol, diethylamine, polyethylene glycol, or cocoa ethyl. So is. What was that last one? <laughs> Hold on. Cosyl acethionate. Sorry. So it's a gently invigorating soap. Uh, it sounded better the first time. Yeah. Scented with peppermint oil and infused with caffeine and hydrus. I want to know what that is exactly. I mean, I know what caffeine is. And I know what caffeine and hydrus is, but I guess basically when you add water, it's caffeine. But anyway, each bar of shower shot contains approximately 12 servings or showers per four ounce bar with 200 milligrams of caffeine per serving. No, we're not kidding, and no, you don't eat it. Caffeine can be absorbed through the skin for maximum effect. Um, they recommend that you build up a good shower shock, lather across your entire body before rinsing. So my next investigative research is going to be, what's the rate of absorption of this 200 milligrams of caffeine per serving for every, quote, shower? Yeah. Do, this, do the compared, research, please. Compared to drinking caffeine. Drinking, it's got to be a quicker... Yeah, but don't go taking a shower with this stuff and then have a have a massive cup of coffee. The only reason I have one cup of coffee is because that's all I have time for. Moderation. You don't need to have that much caffeine in your system. Actually, the studies with caffeine have been very in in moderation. It's good for your alertness, your intelligence. Your it's so it's good. It's good. It's all good. I She's can, trying to justify. I am going to justify that until the end of time, man. I'm telling you. Oh, you know, one thing about that advertisement that confuses me, though. 
What's that? It's saying, do you know somebody in the office that stinks because they don't shower? Let me go back. What good is that soap going to do them? They're obviously not using soap. Well, it says, it says, you know any, they say programmers, but I guess they're talking about any coworker who don't regularly bathe no, no. and need some special motivation. I know what they're talking about exactly. I've dealt with programmers. They smell and they're always tired. Well, then they, I'm just kidding. Then they need the caffeine soap. I bet if I got the soap, you'd try it. I would, you know, I don't, I don't know because that, I don't think I would because that there is something that, don't you like a controlled dose of something? How do you know how much you're getting in in a lathered We could do that research to know how much is absorbed through the skin chest, over know? time. I mean, I could check into that. That's no problem. Well. That's, that's just some online research. Because you have to be in like a hot shower to have the pores open even. Or is it just I'm through the sure. skin? It's not even through the pores. It's just, it's just through, yeah, absorbed, it's absorbed through, the, through skin. the skin. Through the pores of your skin. Now, yep. when you're showering with regular soap, yeah. what portion of the soap is absorbed? Nothing really. It washes away, right? So your body's just absorbing water. You don't water. know that. That's, well, that's because there's no real chemicals that probably are at any level that are absorbable through the skin that are going to affect you. All right. I've Others, got one that's... The, the uh, molecules are not... Supposedly got oxygen in it. It's supposed to oh, a little oxyclean soap. Well, not not oxyclean, but it's the oxygen well, in it is supposed to you know invigorate you. Really? It's like uh, yeah, whatever. It doesn't well, invigorate me, but it smells good. <clears throat> the cats want to be in. I don't the, know, Cindy. Uh, our resident scientist is going to have to do some more research on that one. I think <laughs> bring it bring it to the next podcast. Yeah, I need to look into that. Oxygen in s- soaps. He's writing it Pass down. the soap, please. It got mighty quiet. He's taking I'm taking notes. a note. Oh. It's not um, too common for you to be quiet during a podcast. It's, so it's got me a little confused and baffled. In my quest for caffeine research, I also found a really, really good-looking recipe for brownies that have caffeine in them. All things in moderation, Roger. So, uh, how is the caffeine put into the brownies? They use Starbucks instant coffee the same packets. way you put... Yuck. They put it in the brownie mix, and then they also put it in the uh, the icing. Yeah. Now, it, would a coffee stout have a significant mm. amount of caffeine in it? Depends on how much coffee you put is in. Is it coffee stout like the original caffeine, original energy beer? You'd have to have a lot of caffeine yeah. in it. Yeah. Because I don't know. The, the, I'd never heard of it until I made it. The beer batch is oh, that's such right. a large volume that you'd probably have to have a lot of um, coffee in there to actually have a caffeine level that was, that was going to oh. be significant. Well, my last one had a lot of coffee in it. Nice. Roger, you made that coffee stout for the first time without ever hearing about coffee stout before? Right. I'm impressed. Nice. Because I think they're actually... I just decided to put two of my favorite drinks together, and that's what I came up with. And that was a good beer. I haven't met you, Raj, but I like you already. That was a good beer. (laughs) Coffee and beer. (laughs) You know what's even better? What's that? Chocolate chip cookies and beer. Oh... A lot oh, of people yeah. might think that sounds strange, oh, no. but Mm-mm. it's good. We still have to do a Guinness float. Vanilla ice cream and Guinness instead of Coca-Cola or root beer. 
Um, uh, have we got anything else? Are we good? Is that pretty much it for the night? Oh, I'm good. I just, I mean, this could Go be... Go ahead. Continue on be, if you have something. This is off the record, but in the caffeinated uh, drinks website, I found zombie blood. <laughs> so I just had to... No, what's the what's the perk in that? Well, there's caffeine How in do it. They have it packaged as a... Uh, well, it's probably just like any other energy supplement. No, uh, they, have no. they have it as an packaged IV as an IV drip. And it's an blood. IV drip but blood bag, and it's green. And it's green. Yeah, but for some reason, right now, zombies seems to be the big thing, so they're just like getting on the bandwagon. What do zombies and Vulcans have in common? Actually, more than you'd expect. First, they, bo- they don't show emotion. Second, their blood is the same color, green. And third, it tastes great. Less filling. Yeah. Okay. All right. it is, yeah, this is stupid, but... We should... No, yeah, we'll bring that one back for Halloween. Uh, okay, that's my contribution. Yeah, why are you talking oh, so I, funny? I'm not. I'm talking normal. Oh, are you? Oh, okay. Must if be it sounds funny, it must, must be you putting it through sound effects. effects. Must be. Must no, be the board no. caffeine. <laughs> All right. Well... That's it for the Cosmic Pirate Podcast tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. I hope you had a good time. We think... We, do we? We think? I think this was a good podcast. Um, I try not to think. You try. Sometimes I can't help it. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. Uh, Cindy, thank you for your contributions in the uh, caffeine energy drink arena. Roger, thanks for the wacky news and stuff. And yeah. uh, let's keep it coming. Next, next episode, unless... Uh, someone can come up with a better topic on the discussions board at Facebook on our Cosmic Pirates Facebook page. We'll be doing some teddy bear facts and oxygen and soaps. Cindy's going to look into that a little bit more. Any other ideas or wacky news or funny stories you'd like to share, please visit our Cosmic Pirate Facebook page and uh, friend us there. Like us, whatever, whatever it is that you do. And visit CosmicPirates.com. I am still working on the feed on iTunes. Something happened, and I'm trying to get that feed hooked up again. It might actually have to... The podcast might actually have to go for a little bit and then come back. So if that happens, uh, we'll plan on not changing anything from here on out. You know? So... But right now, iTunes is is uh, not uh, getting the podcast, so it's there. But you you, you subscribe and you get nothing. Uh, I'm trying to re, trying to uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Resolve that issue. So visit cosmicpirates.com. Check out the blog and share your comments in the discussions on Cosmic Pirate at the Facebook page. And uh, thanks for listening. Have a good weekend or whatever it is right there, people. And we'll talk to you next time on the Cosmic Pirate Podcast. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night.